Today's show is sponsored by Lightstep Incident Response, built on the ServiceNow platform used by over 6,000 companies worldwide. Lightstep Incident Response allows you to scale your incident response team without adding to your monthly bill. With intelligent on-call scheduling and escalations, you get the full context of your service health. Lightstep Incident Response immediately pinpoints issues and uses machine learning to send group text, reducing your time to respond. And you can seamlessly orchestrate alert and incident triage with on-call scheduling across Slack, Teams, Zoom, desktop, and mobile. So get started today with a free 30-day trial of Lightstep Incident Response by visiting lightstep.com slash cloudcast. That's lightstep.com slash cloudcast and get a free t-shirt after your first alert or incident. Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is The Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to The Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. As we continue to move along in August, it's starting to you know, get into uh, the kind of pre-kids going back to school season, but uh, sort of the last month of summer that uh, doesn't really start to get us into uh, into the fall, into school being back, into trade show season. So hope everybody's doing well. Another Sunday Perspective show. Uh, excited to be back doing these Sunday Perspectives, uh, hopefully every Sunday. i got a whole list of topics to kind of dig into. And this week, I want to kind of dig into, you know, there's, there's, we're in a weird state right now in which, um, unfortunately, there have been a number of layoffs, but there's also a whole bunch of companies that are really hiring aggressively. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of a weird time, you know, our industry tends to either kind of shift one way or the other. Um, so anyways, the reason I bring that up is, you know, this is one of those situations, one of those opportunities in which a lot of times people are trying to figure out, um, you know, who can I talk to for advice? Um, who can I talk to, to figure out if my resume is good, you know, essentially, you know, uh, how can I find a mentor in some cases? Who can I find to talk to to help me with stuff? And in other cases, um, you know, we see people that are that have kind of grown in their career, climbing in their career, maybe later stages of their career, and are looking to give back. Uh, we saw a great, um, I think, LinkedIn profile from uh, Stu Miniman this week. Uh, and Stu knows everybody um, and basically said, hey, you know, if, if there's things I can do to help, uh, please let me know, um, you know, and, and sort of encouraged a lot of people to do that. So it kind of got me thinking, you know, maybe it would be good to, to walk through, you know, kind of when should you seek out a mentor? Um, when, you know, how should you go about being a mentee? What are a lot of the things that should go on in that relationship? And kind of share some experience I've seen. I've, I've been on both sides of the fence, um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, but maybe, you know, go through a little bit of that and, um, you know, just kind of walk through some common questions I see, uh, some common scenarios that I've heard people talk about, some uh, common scenarios in which I've been involved with and so forth. So I think I'm going to go about doing that right after the break. Today's episode of the Cloudcast is sponsored by Datadog. Bring speed and scale to your security organization. Datadog Cloud Security Platform delivers real-time threat detection and continuous configuration audits across applications, hosts, containers, and cloud infrastructure. Built on top of the observability platform, Datadog brings unprecedented integration between security and DevOps aligned to shared organizational goals. As a listener to the Cloudcast, you can sign up for a free two-week trial to see for yourself how Datadog can elevate your cloud infrastructure security posture by visiting datadog.com slash security dash cloudcast. Sign up now and receive a free Datadog t-shirt. That's datadog.com slash security dash cloudcast. Today's show is sponsored by CloudZero. For software-driven companies focused on growing margins, CloudZero is the only cloud cost intelligence platform that puts engineering in control by connecting technical decisions to business results. By analyzing cloud services like AWS and Snowflake, 
Cloud Zero provides real-time cost insights that help you maximize margins. Engineering teams can answer critical questions like, who are my most expensive customers? How much does this specific feature cost our business? What's the cost impact of re-architecting this application? With cost anomaly alerts via Slack, product-specific data views, and granular engineering context that makes it easy to investigate any cost, Cloud Zero is your complete cloud cost intelligence platform, connecting the dots between high-level trends and individual line items. Join companies like Drift, Rabbit7, and SeatGeek by visiting cloudzero.com slash cloudcast to get started today. That's cloudzero.com slash cloudcast. And we're back. And, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to dig a little bit into this sort of mentor-mentee uh, relationship, what it should look like, um, you know, when when should you try and do one, when should you do the other, what are some tips and tricks and things to avoid and all those sort of things. So I, I kind of, I created about five or six different scenarios um, in which I've seen both sides of, of the sort of mentor-mentee relationship and um, questions people have asked. And so I thought I'd walk through those. Um, we'll see how long this lasts. This may end up being a, a shorter show. But, um, you know, I think this is one of these these times in our industry where, you know, we're always we're always trying to tell people, look, you know, you, you got to be thinking about your career. You got to take care of your career. Um, but it's really important, you know, I, I say this all the time, uh, as much as we talk about tech in this industry, and we talk about tech on this show all the time, 24 hours a day, it seems like. Um, its industry is is really a, a people driven industry. It's really about um, who you know, um, how you can work with other people. Because we're always working in teams, um, we're always trying to come up with ideas. But that extends to you know how you build relationships. And so you know I'm going to kind of walk through some of this. I think the most fundamental thing is you know forget about the sort of formality of, of mentor and mentee and, and that sort of thing, uh, or coach or, or whatever people call it. You know, it's really important to, as you're in this industry, to start finding some people that, A, you enjoy working with, um, but B, you know, some people that, that you kind of trust and people that you can talk to about difficult things. Uh, maybe you don't get along with your boss. Maybe you think somebody in your team is is crazy or they don't do what they do. And you just need somebody to sort of vent to. Um, and so, you know, over time, you know, as much as you find colleagues and people that you enjoy working with or doing things on the side, be looking for people that you can trust. Um and and they don't necessarily have to be distinctly in your, in your industry, but it, it is helpful because you know you'll find there are some unique and weird things and unusual things that we do in tech that you know not everybody is necessarily going to understand the same way that you know if you were hanging out with a bunch of doctors, there's probably things they would talk about that you wouldn't understand or or any other industry. So you know I think first and foremost it's finding some people that you can trust, people that you can tell things to that you you know you know you can trust your life with that they're not going to get out. Because um, sometimes you need to vent. Sometimes you need to ask about things. Sometimes you need to, you know, so you know a rumor, and you're you're trying to find out if things are real or or whatever. Um, you know, so that that's the first foremost thing. You know, over your career, build up some friends, build up some colleagues, build up some people that you can just trust that you can call, and you just know um, it's 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 secret, it's safe. Um, you can vent, um, and and hopefully they're going to have uh, you know they're going to be willing and, and open to listen. Now. If you're, you know, you're trying to get into more of a formalized sort of mentor-mentee relationship, right? So you're, you're kind of saying, look, I don't really want to be necessarily like friends with you, but I'm, I'm looking for somebody who can help guide me in, in my career. And, and sometimes those things are, are one and the same. People are, are your friends and, and so forth. Um, you know, I, I think it, the first thing to think of is it doesn't necessarily have to be a formal process. You may just find that there are people that you just connect with. Um, that, that you relate to and, uh, you know, and you can, 
you can kind of bounce things off of them. And again, this kind of goes back to sort of building those friendships or those bonds with certain people. But, you know, if you're looking for something formal, um, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, telling somebody, hey, I, I really would like you to, to be my mentor. And, you know, I think once you try to make it formal, um, because again, maybe you just say, look, I, I this is the way I want the relationship to be. This is, this is the way it's going to work the best. Then what you want to do is you want to put some basic guidelines in, right? What do you expect to get out of it? What are you, what are you hoping to get out of it, right? In some cases, people are like, well, I just want to know somebody because they can help me find the next job. And that's perfectly fine, right? You're sort of trying to, to work off of the fact that they know a lot of people and maybe they can help you with some stuff. That's, that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, you want to, you want to treat that, uh, you, you know, with a certain amount of respect because, um, you know, they may be putting their name out there for you and, and vouching for you and all those sort of things. Um, you know, the second thing is you want to be respectful of how much time you're asking somebody for. Um, is it, you know, one phone call a week, 30 minutes a week, an hour a week? Um, are you asking for them to do something more than to just have conversations? Um, you know, you want to be fairly formal with that because, you know, one of the biggest things that you find in this is, you know, it, it really boils down to two things. One, it boils down to sort of trust. You know, do they trust you? Do you trust them? And number two, it, it's a respect for time. You know, um, everybody's busy. Um, as much as somebody may want to and be willing to mentor you, um, they likely have a lot of other things on their plate. It could be family. It could be work. It could be hobbies. It could just be they don't want to deal with work anymore today. Um, so you want to really be respectful of that. If if you schedule time together, be prompt, be early if you can. Um, if something comes up, you know, treat it as if it's a really important meeting. Don't blow it off. Don't not show up. Don't um, you know, and, and do, you know, basic hygiene, basic courtesy, you know, send them a thank you, um, you know, send them a, you know, let them know how much you respect their time as much as you respect their, their information, their guidance, whatever that is. Now, second piece I would say is the, sort of the question of timing, right? When, when should you look for a mentor? And I'll say this, um, I've been in this industry for, for a long time. I've, I've had a chance to kind of be in a lot of different places, um, you know, early in your career, you, you have this perspective because a lot of times you'll be sitting in all hands meetings or, you know, executives or leaders will talk about things and they'll say, hey, my door is always open. And, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in, in hearing what you all have to say. And in a lot of cases, that's that's very true. But what you got to be careful of when you sort of treat that differently as sort of a mentor mentee relationship is you may ask them some questions that in your perspective are really good questions, right? They from your view of the world, from your status in the world, from your experience in the world are really good questions. And you may find that when you talk to them, given the probably the, you know, the depth of experience they have, the length of experience, the the breadth of experience they have, um, it seems like a pretty small question. And sometimes you're going to get a pretty small answer from them because they, you know, they're sort of like, oh, why am I, why am I kind of being bothered with something this small? And I don't, I don't mean that in a, in a negative sense, but like, just be aware early in your career when you when you think you're asking the big question um, that the people you're asking it to, given the scope of what they get to see and responsible for, may not always remember that you know you are in the position you're in that they were there a long time ago, um, and you know you, you may not always get the, the the answer you want. You may very well get a great answer, but just kind of keep that in mind. Um, and you may also get and you know, anyways, just saying like early in your career when you go ask that big question you think is a big question. It's okay, and don't be surprised if you get what seems like a small answer. Um, it, again, most of that has to do with just the dynamics of 
where you are in your career, the scope of what you get to see in your career, your responsibilities versus somebody who probably has 10, 20, 100 times the responsibility or is, you know, seeing things that, that you've just never seen. Um, so the way you should go look for a mentor, I guess, um, you know, typically that what I would say is as you're, as you're getting into like big career changes, right? Not, oh, I'm going to go from this job to another job in the same company. Probably not. Um, you know, maybe even if just like, hey, I'm thinking about leaving this company and going somewhere else. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how great your current job is or how great the next one is. But I think what, really, what you're really looking for in a mentor or when you start looking for a mentor is probably a couple of things. Number one, when you're going to make um, a fairly significant change, and and that would be um, you know, one in which you're, you know, changing the trajectory of your career. Maybe you're looking to, you kind of think, well, should I make a lateral move because it feels like I can't move up right now. The timing's bad or, you know, so if you're, if you're thinking about making sort of a lateral move and you feel stuck, sometimes that's a good time to, to start looking for a mentor. Um, if you're thinking about making a move that involves like physically moving, um, sometimes it's a good time to be early on with a mentor because anytime you're moving, um, you know, there's usually a lot more involved there that, than you think about, right? You may have family that you're moving, kids that you're moving. You may not know the area you're going to. Um, you may not be from that culture. You may not understand the difference between the culture that you come from and, and where you're going. It may be a huge economic change between the two of them. So, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to physically move, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, if you're, if you're moving significantly from one type of role to something that's very, very different, um, that's another big, you know, big time when, when you may want to, you know, consult a mentor and sort of make sure you understand what that other thing is, right? Uh, maybe you're moving from, you know, marketing to sales, maybe you're moving from, uh, you know, uh, engineer to some sort of, you know, forward facing, uh, talking role type of thing or whatever. Um, another time when you, you'd be looking for a mentor, uh, and this comes up a lot, and this is when you probably want to have a mentor ahead of time is you're going to come to some stage in your career when you get offered, uh, you know, a lot more money. And, Oftentimes that means, you know, you're, the dynamics of what you do changes a lot. And so, you know, it always sort of boils down to, you know, hey, we'd all love to make more money or a lot more money, but what does that entail? And and oftentimes a mentor has probably been through that situation. You know, the thing I always tell people is usually when you're when you're in a situation that somebody's willing to give you a lot more money than you do today, um, unless you just happen to be in one of these sort of free hyper growth. Uh, markets or you're in some area or something, you know, typically that doesn't happen. And the trade-off that you're typically being asked to make is something, right? And so what you're typically at that point having to do is you're having to decide, um, you know, what of all the things that are going to entail this new situation, which ones are really important to me? Which ones am I not that, you know, do I not care that much about? And which ones, am, you know, are sort of make or break, and, and it could be the location, it could be how much you travel, it could be, you know, how, how much you're away from home, it could be the hours you work, it might be the people you have to work with, it might be the scope of the work that you have, like how demanding it is, how difficult it is. You're probably not going to get a perfect situation. And so oftentimes you want to be able to talk to somebody and understand what are the trade-offs? What am I trading off? What does that really mean when they say, oh, it's 50 hours a week? And you're like, well, okay, does that really mean like 80 hours a week? Or when they tell you, oh, you're probably going to travel 10% of the time. Well, maybe that means 25 or 30% of the time. And, you know, what is that, what is that going to do to your life? What's that going to do to your health? What's that going to do to your family situation? All those sort of things. So there's a few situations in which you're probably going to start looking for a mentor 
hopefully ahead of those things, right? The last thing you want to do is sort of go into a mentor situation and kind of rush it, right? Come into it and go, hey, uh, I, you know, I want you to mentor and I need an answer, you know, in 24 hours, right? In that case, think of it as more of a one-off type of thing, right? Like you're going to get an answer, but that person may not know you very well. Okay. Um, next question, you know, or next sort of thing, what, what should the relationship look like, right? What are the dynamics of the relationship? And, and this is probably the most important piece because, um, you know, you, you want to get as much as you give, um, oftentimes, and, and that those dynamics may not always be equal. You may be getting way more than you give back and they may be giving way more than they're kind of getting. And, um, but over time you, you, you kind of want it to balance out, um, you want to understand what each other's personalities are. You want to understand what each other's priorities are, because if you're, if they're very different, even if somebody's in a, an interesting role that you want, or you think they're well accomplished, they may just have a really different view on life. They may have a very different view, you know, a thought process. And that could be helpful to you, but you have to understand that you have to understand what, you know, what are the dynamics between you? Are you, are you similar just at different stages in your career? You know, are you, super outgoing, they're super introverted, are they super type A, you're super type B, right? You, you know, you want to kind of think through what, what, what are alike, what are different. Um, a couple of things, I've, the other couple of things I've noticed is, you know, I think we have a tendency sometimes to, to find mentors that, that seem like us, uh, it could be men with men or, um, you know, just certain things that are, that are alike. I've actually found a lot of times uh, finding a mentor who is of the opposite sex um, is often a useful thing. You get a very different perspective on stuff. Um, sometimes they'll tell you things that you know you didn't expect about yourself or about you know what the relate you know what what a situation looks like. Um, sometimes it's helpful because you know just like in a uh, uh, you know a, a life relationship, oftentimes. Um, you know, somebody who comes from sort of the opposite of where you are can give you a very different perspective. So, you know, I think a lot of that is, is as you're looking for mentors, um, don't always necessarily just pick the person who's in a direct path to where you're going, right? Don't be afraid to sort of go, okay, what do I think I need? And, and you know, what, what are some of those characteristics I think I need? And maybe seek out people who they may only be good at that characteristic, but but for what you need, uh, it might be, might be useful to, to engage with them. Um, yeah. So next thing I, I had on my list was, um, you know, what, what should both sides expect out of the relationship? And, and this is a really hard thing to answer because it, it really depends. It depends on the people. It depends on why they're, why they're trying to get into that situation. What, what in that relationship? Um, and a lot of, in a lot of cases, it, it starts off being very transactional. Hey, can you help me find a job? Hey, can you listen to me, you know, gripe and bitch and moan and, and that sort of thing. Um, over time, it becomes a, uh, you know, more of a sounding board relationship, you know, um, Hey, I'm going to ask you for some things. I want your feedback. I'm going to listen. Um, sometimes I'm going to get some hard things and sometimes I'm really just, you know, kind of trying to learn, right. I'm not necessarily looking for a transactional thing. I think the longer the, the mentor relationship goes on, the more you find that um, it becomes an outlet for things. It becomes a learning experience, um, becomes a sounding board for you to, to try things out and get feedback on them. Um, and then I think the other thing is, uh, you know, a lot of times we think of, of it as, uh, you know, the mentee, what are they trying to get out of this? A better job, more money, uh, you know, whatever it might be, um, you know, new skills, uh, career path, whatever. A lot of times for the mentee, for the mentor, um, you know, it's a chance to give back. It's a chance to see somebody grow. It's a chance to, um, you know, in some cases you see people, you meet people 
and you realize like, wow, that person um, is really interesting. They have a really interesting skill set. They have a lot of really interesting potential. And maybe, you know, you see in them something that that you knew in yourself at the time, you just didn't capitalize on it. The timing wasn't right. Um, you know, you, you, you wanted to go for that big job promotion, but, um, you know, you were starting a family or, you know, you, it would have been cool to move across the country and travel. It just, you know, it wasn't right because maybe you had a family member you needed to be nearby, but sometimes as the mentor, you see some of those things in people and you're inspired by it. You know, you're, you're really interested in, in what's possible and, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, I don't want to say you're you're sort of living out some of your things uh, through their uh, their possibilities, but oftentimes you'll see that in in mentors. Um, you know, they they see potential and they're excited about the potential um, because maybe it reminded them of themselves or somebody they knew. Um, you know, they they want to see somebody succeed. I think there's a lot of people out there who just flat out you know want to help people. Um, but it's again, it's it's important to sort of know what people's motivations are. Um, and be, be open about that, right? The, the more you are open, the more you're transparent, um, you're going to find a better relationship. Um, and it, you know, you may find that by being open and transparent, that the person you're talking to is not the right mentor or the right mentee for you. And that's okay. Um, cause again, if it's purely a transactional type of thing, can you help me find a job? Can you give me a recommendation? Can you introduce me to someone? That's fine. But if it's going to be a longer term thing, um, you do want to find a fit. You want to find, um, you know, some, area of common ground or some area of, of common goals and so forth. Uh, next thing I saw on my list, um, and I only bring this up, uh, is, you know, should you pay for a mentor or should you expect somebody to pay you to be a mentor or whatever, a coach? Um, you know, in, in my case, I've, I've never asked or received, uh, in that I've never thought it was, was part of it. Um, uh, but I know for a lot of people, uh, you know, and I've seen this on resumes, I've seen this in people I've interviewed. Um, you know, I know there are people who are professional coaches and I know there are people who, you know, feel like they're very good at what they do. They have a formula for this and they treat it as if, well, my time is, is valuable. It, it, it has a distinct value to it and they, they do charge for that. So, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. I think you, you know, it's, it's like anything else, um, you know, be upfront, be transparent about it. Um, you know, don't you know, don't get into a situation where you start down the path with somebody and then you're, you know, you come back to them and you go, oh, by the way, you owe me a bunch of money. You know, don't, don't do that to somebody. Um, and, you know, also, you know, if you go to somebody who, you know, charges, um, you know, be conscious of that. And, and, you know, maybe there's a situation in which they have something really unique to them and they'll, they'll cut you a break and, and say, Hey, this one time I'll, you know, I'll let it slide. Cause I'm I really, I believe in what you do or something, but, you know, also don't be that person who's like, I want a whole bunch of your time for free. Uh, you know, be respectful in, in both directions. And the last thing I had on my list is, um, something that I experienced, uh, not too long ago. Um, you know, I was taking on a, a newer set of, of, of tasks and roles and some things that were interesting to me. Um, and, you know, I looked around at sort of the, the group that I knew pretty well and, and people that I knew pretty well and and just made an honest assessment and said, you know, they don't really have the, the skill set, the experience that I need. Um, I made some, you know, I reached out to a few different people I knew that were slightly outside of my normal sphere of influence, my circle of circle of trust, if you will, uh, you know, to quote a meet the Fockers uh, reference. Um, and got introduced to some new people. And, and I think there's times when you know, you have to ask yourself, look, you know, if I'm really trying to get into something new or really kind of get outside of what people that I know, know, um, you have to be willing to do that. And, uh, you know, I had an opportunity to, to work with a couple of folks who, you know, were, you know, had a really different 
um, and unique and, and, and useful view, uh, in my case, on, on, on sort of go-to-market marketing techniques. Um, but uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of situations in which that comes up. And so um, don't be afraid to do that. If, if you, you know, you look around your circle and you're like, oh man, nobody here knows what I need to know. Um, you know, don't be afraid to sort of ask around and see if, you know, uh, uh, once removed, twice removed, three times removed friend or colleague or somebody knows somebody who can put you in touch with uh, somebody who can kind of, you know, introduce you or, or help you, um, you know, find a relationship, find something to learn, find a book, find a whatever, um, uh, just outside of your circle, because uh, there's times when, when that's just completely necessary. So anyways, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, I've been going for 20 or so minutes here. And uh, anyways, um, hopefully some of that was useful. Um, you know, it is a, a situation in which, um, again, the the best advice I can give is, um, you know, make, make friends, make colleagues, make people you can trust, um, early in your career, um, try and continue to, to find people that you can trust throughout your career. Um, there's going to be times when you need somebody like that, or many people like that. Um, they may or may not end up being your mentors, but, um, they're people that you can go to, uh, that might help you find somebody who's good at that stuff. And, and again, um, you know, at some point you will need somebody who, who knows something more that can help you with more things than, uh, than you naturally know, or you just need advice. Um, so I think it's a good process. Um, I've been on both sides of it. Um, it can be very, very helpful. Um, but just kind of go into it knowing, um, you know, how to make it useful, um, how to realize it's a two-way relationship, how to be respectful of, of whoever you're working with. And then, uh, you know, at some point, if, if you reach a stage that, that you can pay it forward, um, that's always good too. So with that, I'll wrap it up. Uh, another Sunday Perspective Show. Thanks to everybody for listening. Um, I know sometimes people call these sermons. I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe they are a little bit. I, I'm the only one talking. So anyways, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 